Yes, hi. I am calling this number because I saw it on a bathroom wall, um, seeing if you're Brandy. Greetings, Earthlings. You're listening to Brandy is Going to Hell. And today is going to be extremely exciting. I have Adam Breeze of Raven Eye with us. But before we hop into that, I just wanted to go over... I sold myself short on the last episode about my romantic capabilities. I think I came up on the last episode saying that I don't remember what I got my boyfriend for Valentine's Day. Uh, Mentioning that I write thoughtful cards out. But I personally think I've trumped his uh, romantic capabilities because I got him a heart-shaped cheesecake covered in chocolate because he loves cheesecake. And I also got him Star Wars socks that were super cheesy uh, with hearts all over the boxes. So dope. After you listen to this podcast, you can double back and take a listen to uh, my Valentine's Day episode. I'm very anti-Valentine's Day. I hate it, whether I'm single or in a relationship. But anyway, we're past that. We're on to bigger and better things. Steak and BJ Day is in two weeks. Sometimes I've noticed that my podcasts tend to be a little um, dumpy, ranty, and... uh, shitting on things the entire time. So I decided that I'd like to start every episode with something nice um, that's happened to me the past week. And a couple weeks ago, I put 20 bucks into the MTA machine so I could get a Metro card and it ate my $20 and I didn't get a receipt because I normally don't like to waste paper and it was cash. So anyway, it ate my 20 bucks and I went to an attendant and they filled out my paper um, with, you know, the ID number of the card and they send it in and I get the receipt thing. Anyway, weeks and weeks go by and I opened the mail a week or two ago and I got my 20 bucks back in a new MTA card. And for those of you listening um, who are English because I'm interviewing Adam Breeze from Raven Eye who is from England, an MTA Metro card is pretty much the same thing as an Oyster card. So my faith in the MTA was restored in the fact that I got 20 bucks back in MetroCard form, and I am very grateful for that. There you have it, folks. The positive thought of the podcast. Now, I wanted to give you a little backstory about um, Raven Eye. Raven Eye is one of my favorite upcoming newer bands, um, and it's quite a funny story. Uh, I have this wonderful friend named Missy and she I call her my rock and roll mom but she gets pissed when I say that so I call her my rock and roll sister and she was like Brandy you have to come out to the show there's this band I really like just trust my instinct so I go out to the show was when Webster Hall studio was still open and I go to the show and as soon as the band starts playing I'm like oh I I totally remember this band they open for the darkness um so anyway, rocking out, they put on a great show, lots of energy. They're very, they move around and it's exciting to watch and they're all cute and it's just a good time, especially when you've had a few wines. Anyway, um, rocking out, end of the show comes and I wanted to go buy a t-shirt uh, or merch or whatever. So, I mean, I work in music and for a lot of the artists that we work for, we, you know, after the show's done, they do what they got to do. And we collectively as a company figure out what, hey, what's next, right? So, like, I was like, hey, what's next, guys? You know, where are you going now? And 
I um, found out that they were being stationed that evening in the recording studio for that particular album that they were touring on in Hoboken. And I was like, oh, shit, I am your neighbor because I live in Jersey City. And they were like, oh, you should hit us up. So I wound up messaging them. And in like an hour or two after, you know, I got home, they were just like, hey, yeah, come to the studio. So I headed to the studio you know, got to pick their brains, got to know them a little bit better. They're really sweet guys and got to hang out with um, their producer, Warren Riker. And it was just a really cool time. So memories like that stick, you know, with bands that you really dig. So I've been a fan of the band for since that moment. And they are putting out new music, which is so exciting. And I am more than honored to have them on Brandy is Going to Hell because I think they fucking rock and I think you should listen to them. Their EP Breaking Out is awesome and their debut record Nova is awesome as well. I am one of those people that will incessantly listen to something, know all the words and all the like drum parts and I am so stoked that there is new music. It's very commendable how DIY and dirty the band is on socials. You know, they just are raw and are just super duper hustlers. And I just love that about bands. I think it's really rad. Their new album is titled Animals with a TBD release date. And the first song that they released off of this record is the title track Animals. They just really wanted to treat fans in the new year before... Getting into the cycle of releasing music, no matter how they got the music out. And Adam explains that a little further into the show. So I have Adam of Raven Eye, uh, who is the drummer, on the show. And we go over pretty much everything under the sun. The recording process, working with Warren. He is a new drummer in the band, so his element that he added to the band. And then we toss it up a little bit toward the end and talk about coffee and CrossFit or working out in general. So without further ado, you're listening to Brandy is Going to Hell, and here is my guest Adam Breeze of Raven Eye. How you doing? All right. <laughs> this is really, this is really weird for me. Like, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, but it's a cross the pond conversation. It's cool. Yeah. How you doing? Well, I'm, I'm doing very well. How are you? Early morning, early morning for you, isn't it? Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. I am a night owl for sure. I went to bed at like 4:30 last night. So. <laughs> wow. Like three o'clock here, so I'm ready for. You're ready, ready to get dinner. going. Yeah. Sure, good. Oh no, I just remembered when you said that. Uh you record a podcast, so you shouldn't be too nervous. <laughs> Although it's been oh, kind I'm of o- late. I'm okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, I, I have like a little podcast on the side that I do that took like basically just rant about shit. That's what podcasts are for, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> the internal thoughts. But yeah, I let's uh see how it goes. I'll be fine. Hell yeah. All right. Well, the whole reason you're here is that Raven Eye is putting out new music which is so fucking exciting you guys are one of my favorite like younger new bands and i just wanted to talk about that a little bit 
So the song that you just released is called Animals. And yes, it is. And it fucking rocks. And I'm so excited to hear about the rest. So do you want to talk a little bit about, you know, the recording process? You recorded at Mono Valley Studio, which is a pretty, you know, famous <clears throat> studio. You know, Oasis, Queen, Black Sabbath, Pulp, Rush, Led Zeppelin, just to name a few. Do you want to name a couple of your other favorites and talk about the experience? Funnily enough, McFly recorded there as well. That was another one of my favorites. Um, but the so we recorded the album maybe like a year ago, obviously Mono Valley. But so it's kind of my first experience. I joined Raven Eye three, geez, three years ago. So yeah, we kind of went in with this with fifteen to fifteen sixteen songs. Uh, we booked the studio out for a month, and it was we wanted to find somewhere that wasn't like these days. A lot of bands will just go into recording studios, do the recordings, and then go home at night or whatever. But we wanted somewhere residential where we could sleep and kind of just get involved 120% every day. So we found Mono Valley, and obviously the the list is endless with all of the bands that have recorded there. But So we stayed there for a month. Wow. Recorded. Yeah, it was a pretty crazy experience, especially for me. It's like my first... Oh, yeah, you're a little noob. <laughs> yeah, I'm, a little, I'm, I'm like the baby in the band, so... <laughs> It's like it was a lot of pressure for me as a player, and it was obviously before this album. It was Nova, which is their debut, which is our debut album. And Nova that. is a great, great piece of work. And just doing a little shout out here, you know, Warren Riker produced the record uh, Nova yeah. before you were a part of the band, and then you joined for this record. And, he produced this record and he too. produced this one too you know just to put warren on a pedestal a little bit he's worked as a grammy award-winning producer worked with the fugees lauren hill i believe sublime the list goes on also yeah michael with, jackson you know, as Mike, well yeah records with a lot of uh, metal bands now so that's awesome yeah so he yeah warren was awesome he flew over uh yeah we got set up in mono valley and then we it, it was pretty intense like like by the end of it, it like ollie got really ill so we were we were on like the vocal takes right at the end of the album Yikes. and ollie ollie was like oh i've got a cold and we were like great so he's done all of the instruments and now we have to do vocals and now the vocalist is ill but it kind of it was an amazing experience for all of us to kind of on the last album it was gunnar olsen which he's a like a massive session guy in the u.s he played on nova so it was kind of scary but really exciting to have an identity behind yeah. the band yeah. now in terms of like three people human beings that have kind of like lived together most of the last year touring and stuff on the road to actually put music together and and you know play it so it's yeah it's pretty special to all of us because you kind of start start to form an identity now yeah i was gonna Raven. i was gonna ask how how do you think your identity formed um for you personally because right you i'm not so I mean, I can ask this, what you did before Raven Eye, but touring with Raven Eye for all of like Nova promotion and all the bands that you've like supported yeah. and your headline stuff, I'm sure that a lot of your identity might be what that band's first record was, but what do you think you personally added to this new record? I think when, before I was in, I remember before i joined the band i went to go i was a fan anyway and i went to go see them uh in milton Keynes, which is where the guys are from oh, well, not Aaron, he's from Perth. <laughs> but um so i went to go see a show and i was in i've been in loads of like touring bands before and i've kind of done all that stuff but i, I remember saying to myself i was like <laughs> at that time i was like if i could be in one band 
mm-hmm. at any point in this time, I want to be in Ravenite. And li- I think maybe like a year later, I was in another touring band and Ollie called me, or was the other way around? I think, uh, yeah, Ollie called me and was like, oh, we, no, we don't have a drummer anymore. And we're just looking around. And I was like, I'll be a drummer. I'll do it. <laughs> I'm not going to... I'm not going to let anyone else be your... Can we swear on this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can curse. It's okay, cool. the internet. I'm not going to let any, you know, any other motherfucker join this band apart from me. And he was like, okay. And he sent me he sent me Nova in full when it wasn't obviously released. And he was like, just learn this. I was like, cool. And then... Uh, oh, cool. I didn't know that little, that little history snippet then. So that's pretty right. Yeah. So, and yeah, and then I just learned all that shit went to the audition and they had, I think I had like three or four other guys and I was the first one. And this actually, he said, Ollie sent me my audition tape the other day and I was like, Oh my God, this is so freaky. And they, uh, they canceled the rest of the guys. They're like, yep, yeah, you're the one. I was like, Oh, that's oh. so rad. I mean, it's obviously had to be the hair and you make amazing oh, faces. Oh, that, that's it. That's <laughs> really Fuck the drumming. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You're so yeah, it, 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 it was hard. It was harder first, like in, in terms of the pressure of, execute these songs live etc and like the the thing the good thing about raven is that i know a lot of bands especially uk bands that do really well in the uk and then everywhere else in the world they don't really like pull a lot of crowds and like have that much of a fan base but we're kind of lucky because we've managed to pocket so many areas in the world of touring that we have such amazing fans that will just stick by us wherever we go like germany france wherever um so i was really worried about people like who's this guy because i know like any any band that gets a new member even like whoever like a fan a fan would just be like who the fuck is this dude um (laughs) yeah but now and you're lucky also rock has a wonderful cult following like rock fans stick through everything yeah exactly so this new album we started writing it maybe like two years ago and it, it for me i was like right I'm not going to, I'm just going to be myself, obviously, behind the drum kit. And I've always looked up to players that when you hear them playing drums, you don't need to look at them. You don't need, you just need to hear the drum sound and you go, okay, that's Keith Moon. That's whoever yeah. it is, Dave Grohl. So I was like, I want to bring that to the band in terms of, I want to keep it simple and I want to make people dance. And that is pretty much what I've tried to, we've all tried to accomplish on this record of like, just really fucking simple, catchy rock songs that have heaviness to it that we all that we all dig. So I would say Nova's definitely I would say bluesy. I don't know, like it, it definitely because obviously I know. Yeah, it's Ollie, got, yeah, it's got the grooves. Yeah. It's got the grooves. But this this new album is obviously from the title track Animals. It's like that's that's probably the heaviest one on there, but the rest of them is the, a very like just straight up head bobbin rock songs awesome what, so, did you name the new record yet yeah it's uh the yeah it's called animals so oh the okay, so, okay. Called animals. so you released so, title, the uh, title track cool the title track. <laughs> Sorry, I yeah, yeah, that. yeah yeah <laughs> there was a load there was a load of names we were going through like we should call it this this and we, i think we came up with animals because the the actual song we just kind of represented what who we are as a band now like we just wanted to have that primal root roots to rock music that we feel like a lot of band like rock bands are missing at the moment like bands like bad flower and like the struts and stuff that like all these upcoming amazing rock bands have that honesty Mm. and that there's just no like anything hidden behind the curtain or anything so 
we just wanted to be as honest as possible. So we came up with the name Animals. We thought it was cool. So. And that's still that TBD. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're, we're, so, yeah. Yeah, it's TBD, but we're it's all in the works. Like, it's funny because we've been off the road for maybe like a year and a half, maybe longer. And everyone's like, oh, my God, this is taking so much time. Like, why the fuck haven't you like played any tours or anything like look trust me like we know how hard it is not this is what we do for a living it's like yeah it's so you hard are, for got, us you guys are itching for it so i know exactly um, i might just yeah. do this little side tangent here do it do, are you guys don't have management right now you guys are kind of self-releasing everything or do you have a touring so person we, or what's the deal we have we have uh management we have booking we're currently not on a label but we have all of the the right team at the moment we current we currently are looking for labels but this album will be yeah self-release and it, part of the year and a half that we've kind of been not been off but the, not struggles but the, the bullshit we've been through um in the industry and personally it's like we uh in the studio we just had we recorded the album came out and we had this amazing sound record and then we just decided let's just ha- let's just own this record like let's just have it this is ours now let's just take it and i think there's a lot of bands going down that self-release route now not in terms of like kickstart like please give us like go out go out bowling with us or whatever like that stuff mm-hmm. i don't really don't really like that kind of thing because it, it's like it's i don't know so we're we're going along with this self-release as we're creating some really cool merch ideas of like hand-painted we've basically created a new logo and we're we're hand painting like Doc Martens, some Converse, some oh, leather jackets, fun. and they're all vegan. And so we're all going to like paint custom things on these jackets. And obviously, vinyl, CD, etc., signed whatever is going to be available for the pre order. And that's all being done at the moment. So it's it, the album is out this year. However, yeah, we do, we have a, we ha- we do have a confirmed date of when we're going to do it, but. We yeah, just need to you're doing it the DIY. The... You're doing it DIY, baby. So you gotta, you know, you're putting in the blood, sweat, and tears. So I get it completely. Yeah, we really are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I imagine then that would be coupled with touring. But um, yeah, as, sure will. As far as so you've you've opened for some amazing acts <laughs> while drumming with Rave and I. Talk about some of those, and you know, um, any extremely memorable ones that you you know will stick with you forever. <laughs> I mean, we've been extremely lucky as a band. Like, you know, we've worked fucking hard. Like, we all have. But I think the the one that sticks out the most is that we went on a th- eighteen day Europe tour, arena tour of Kiss, which was like nice. the most craziest. I joined in two thousand seventeen, and even from then, it was like, okay, this is like the craziest thing that's happened in my life because we were going to like South America and playing festivals and stuff. So it was really like throwing it at the deep end for me. But the tour with Kiss, I think ironically, it was on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. It was, I think it was like for two years ago and I got a call from Ollie and I was like, oh, is he just gonna, is he like calling me on Valentine's Day? Like I'm alone. <laughs> this is sad enough. Like this is sad enough already. Like what the fuck are you doing? And he called me and he was like, um, we're, we got the tour, like, we're going on tour of Kiss. And I was like, ha, nice one, dude, I'll see you later. And he was like, no, seriously, like, we're going on an 18-date tour in Europe with Kiss in two weeks, like, pack your bags. And I was like, I just fucking collapsed. I was oh, like, holy so shit. Cool. I was like, what is going on? And, uh, yeah, so the first date was in Russia, 
and we flew out and it was a I think it was the biggest. It was the biggest uh, capacity on the tour. It was forty thousand nice. seated, wow. seated arena, and like we got there and we were kind of like jet lagged and stuff already. But we like went. It was like a dream. Yeah. It really was. It was really like, awake, like man. Yeah. Is that your we're first like, oh time God, like, uh, traveling far out of the country too? Or no? yeah, yeah, it was. I think the first gig that I did with Raven, I walked out of the country was in Sao Paulo, and that was like a fourteen-hour flight, and I was like. This is crazy. I've, I've been to like Spain on two hour flight and that's it. And you do like a 14 hour flight. But yeah, that was pretty, uh, Russia was pretty crazy um, flight as well. But yeah, so that was the first show. And the reason I say it was like a dream is like, obviously we were a support act, like the main support act for the whole tour. So we would set up all of our like little amps on stage like, on this massive like kiss ridden stage like pyro and shit. Yeah. And we've got our, like two amps and a drum kit. And we like got to the, the side of the stage and uh like okay let's go and you you know like when you watch a concert movie and you hear like a roar of a crowd and you're like that's cool but when you actually hear it and if you when you actually hear like forty thousand people in real life do that uh-huh. you're like oh it sounded fake i was like what the fuck is like and the lights went down and we're like okay this is it this is it and we just went up and just kicked ass like we, it it taught us so much that tour i think that's one of the main reasons i, rem- I remember it other than the insane experience it, it taught us how playing to forty thousand people or thirty thousand people a night if you do that to 200 people in a dirty smelly club in london it's the same you do the same things mm-hmm. and you make you make the 200 people feel like forty thousand. and it may we so we did that tour and then we came back and we did the nova uh it's not over till it's nova tour so we did like a headline run around the uk it was the best selling headline tour we've ever had and awesome. and we learned so we we just didn't give a shit like we like on on stage we were like we could do whatever we wanted and we know we knew how to talk to everyone visually and stuff so yeah that kiss tour was we have so many crazy crazy stories from that and we're so lucky and so grateful that we managed to have the opportunity because it's something that it's like sticks in our mind every every day i fucking wake up so yeah that was pretty crazy but we yeah i think we've been on some crazy supports like that and then we supported bush in europe uh hailstorm and the darkness i wasn't on that tour but you saw them that's how you you oh yeah 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 i was yeah Yeah, i um yeah that's actually quite funny because i remember seeing raven eye open for the darkness in america but it was just when I moved to New York, I was in a haze, you know, I was, you know, I think my friend held my, you know, me at my spot at the front row. I was kind of clocked out at that point in my life. <laughs> but then yeah. Yeah, she hit me up um, when you guys did your headline tour and was like, Brandy, you have to come see this band with me. And I'm like, oh, OK, I trust you. You have good instincts. And then I was like, <laughs> oh, fuck, I've seen these guys before. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And that's how our wonderful friendship began um yeah so that was what that was the new that was new york show right yeah that was like that was like the last the last year that the studio at webster hall was open so you guys were a part of a pretty important year at you know webster hall so sad (laughs) yeah um that's awesome so well hopefully we all see you back very soon we'll be back imminently i think there's a there's a there's a lot of things behind the scenes that have been happening over the last year and a half that we've been planning and really wanting to go to certain places and 
Um, the US is one that we really want to hit hard this year and early next year. So, yeah, we're going to be back ASAP. So I can see your pretty little face again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> um, made me blush. Uh, so, yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about with Raven Eye? Because I'm ready to talk about some CrossFit and coffee. Um... Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean... You've got the new single, play like a snippet or something, maybe. Yeah, I'll do a snippet. All right, that works. Um, little tasty nugget. When's it going on streaming? We are in the current process of putting that up, so it'll be in the next couple of weeks, maybe. Uh, which we we good news. We've we've literally just signed a distribution deal to to a company, so that is all being sorted in the process. So we came to the beginning of this year and we had everything planned. We were like. I think people just deserve to hear new music. It doesn't matter wh- how it comes out or how people like perceive it as this massive release. It was like, let's just create a lyric video, put it up on our Facebook, and then we'll sort everything out after the fact kind of thing. So we, that was a really big moment for us. I remember we did the, we were like, right, we're doing this live stream on like the 24th of January, whatever the fuck mm-hmm. it was. And we and Ollie were like, about to press like the live button and our hands are like shaking like people haven't heard new music <laughs> yeah. in like in like what a year and a half and everyone was just like oh my fucking god like because we thought because it's quite a different sound we thought everyone would be like oh well it doesn't sound like nova it doesn't sound like breaking out or whatever but everyone's taken to it like so kindly and was so fucking gracious for it but um yeah if you if you want to put like a little snippet in then please this is the new single from Raven Eye. Yeah, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> you got it. I know you've always posted about like drinking coffee. Are you a coffee snob, or you just enjoy drinking it? I'm, I don't think I'm a snob. Okay. I, I don't think I'm a snob. I, I, I definitely enjoy. It's like music. I, de- I would just like drink whatever. But um, would you be I, able to answer if I asked your favorites, or you know, do you have favorite brands, or do you have go to? Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, ironically enough me and my girlfriend went to rome for my birthday ooh la la this mm. year and i was like right i'm i know there's like i kind of every city we go to on the last kind of tours we've done we all just go right where's the best coffee joint and we try and source out like the the best place to get like these like dive bar coffee joints where it's like this amazing we wouldn't find anywhere else in the world so we went to rome and you can't really get bad coffee in Italy anyway. But uh, I was like, what's, like, what's the best coffee and all this stuff? And and all the locals was like, oh, it's it's just like Lavasso coffee. And I was like, oh, I have that at home. And they were like, yeah, that's that's the, the best. I was like, okay. I was like, cool, okay. Uh, so I bought like a massive bag of it on the way home, like just for my French press. I, I normally just use, like I have a machine, I have an espresso machine. But like I, I normally just use French press. I oh, feel like you can. Okay. I feel like you can get a decent cup of coffee if you have like the right grounds for with a French press. Like I feel like you don't have to get all these crazy devices. But I've had like the, like Ollie has an AeroPress and all this stuff, which is really cool. But wow, that is uh, fancy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. as far as coffee goes for myself, I mean, I have just you know, I have one of those like fourteen cuppers. And then one of my uh, my best friend Katie for <laughs> we we were out drinking super late one night and I was pretty much falling asleep because I don't think I I was the DD that night I'm such a good friend yeah. 
And she made me a cup of coffee with a French press. And I'm like, I've never had French press coffee before. And she's like, what? So for my <laughs> for my birthday, she got me a French press. And it is a pretty life-changing invention. It is. It really makes the coffee super flavorful. But yeah. um, as far as, like, coffee brands go, like, um, this year my mom – well, my mom knows I'm a, I'm a pretty decent coffee fan. And I really like to fuck with flavored coffee. So this year she surprised me with this coffee called Bones Coffee. And all of the yeah. covers have, like, skeletons on them. And yeah, you put up a picture yeah. of um, that coffee, <laughs> the toffee apple one. I was like, yeah, oh, my on God, Instagram. we don't have that, like – because that's the thing in you in you in the UK, like we don't really have that many funky flavors of coffee. Like we have some like shitty ground coffee that's like orange flavor, chocolate flavor, and they just taste like dirt. But like <laughs> that, like toffee, like toffee apple and like banoffee and all that stuff, I love that shit. Like how yeah. is, it? is it? So right now I'm drinking the macadamia one. Uh, it's macadamia oh. maniac or whatever. So yeah, Bones Coffee company has awesome flavors there's eggnog um peanut butter and jelly caramel apple coconut caramel and vanilla there's a white russian flavor and i have a coconut rum flavor too it's really fucking banging and then just because if you need really good jet fuel death wish coffee puts out a pretty potent blend and nice. I just like to shout out uh, my local South Jersey roasters. Um, they're, it's like yeah. they're, they've been around for like 20 something years. They're called Talkin' Coffee and they make awesome flavors as well. They have like blueberry, macadamia, they have seasonal ones and all that jazz. So, and you can be ordered online. So, yeah. Oh wow! I, mean, I, I think I need to do some searching for like UK-based people who do like yeah, like I'm coconut. Gonna, that there coconut might have to be good. roasters. I feel like in the UK, I I mean I've been to England a few times um, for pleasure, and then also because you know I have a boyfriend there. And where, where is your where's your boyfriend from in England? So he's um a little south of Cambridge, I think. Um, okay. So he, I don't even know. It's a, it's a really it's a really small town called Great Gransden. I don't even know if you know where that is. Yeah, it's yeah it, yeah I know where that is. Kind of yeah okay. Yeah. Um. But I just noticed in England there's not really that many coffee choices. Like if you go to order coffee, no. it's just like, oh, uh, you mean like an American? Like you don't you just don't have plain coffee. It's just always like American at all the little shops and all the little shops around are all kind of the same like Nero and Yeah, um, Costa and shit like that. Yeah, they're just I mean, they're all great and they taste wonderful, but it's just like I feel like your coffee capabilities aren't the same as what's in America. (laughs) I agree. Yeah, we get we get uh, like I I like really strong sour oh yeah, almost like Italian coffee, but like over here Whenever we go to like, when you do tours in the UK, everyone's like, it must be so cool. You see like so many cool places. I remember this meme online. It's like, when you go on tour, you must see so many cool places. And it's a picture of just like a McDonald's and like an M1 (laughs) service station. And that is literally what a UK tour is. But every time we get a coffee, it's always Costa. And we just get a black Americano because it's just like, well, I, I, I like, I don't want a flat white. I don't want a cappuccino i don't really like milk like loads of milk yeah oh that was my other question i was gonna ask like do you just drink your coffee black or yeah 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 yeah. that's the way to go for sure i i like i like a bit of um there's i got some chocolate soy milk the other day that's fucking dope if you if you put that and like heat heat the milk up and get it all frothy and 
put that oh, on that top. Sounds good. Oh, yeah. Have you ever? Uh, so I um I'm pretty big on black coffee too, but sometimes I just need like a little bit of you know. Yeah, you need sure. to mellow it down a little bit sometimes. Yeah. I um I put almond milk in it. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. flavored and um oat milk is like a really trendy thing in America right now. So I've been yeah, putting it oat- is over here oh, as okay. well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Um, so there's the little coffee spiel. Um, I also wanted to touch base with you. Um, you've been on kind of like a fit journey or a weight loss journey in your life and it's actually super inspiring so i wanted to talk to you a bit about that because you've posted your progress online and it's pretty phenomenal so what's your secret what are you doing thank you very much um i am not eating a full bag of cookies every day (laughs) seriously i think like the main thing for me i i when i when i joined joined raven i like i'm quite a physical player anyway and when i i I got into a touring band i was like got halfway through the set and i was burned out i was like i feel like i'm just gonna throw up and it's fucking gross and my 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 fitness levels weren't that great i was kind of eating crap and i think from university i was just like i'm just gonna like have cheese and pasta every day and beans and all this stuff (laughs) and it, it just it catches up with you so i was like right fuck this and i i not a lot of people know this, but I had I had a small injury maybe like two years ago on my right shoulder. I had a small labrum tear, which is like right under the uh, sh- like so- uh, shoulder socket, uh, mm-hmm. the rotator cuff. And I was I was like getting off stage, I couldn't feel my right arm, and I was like, oh, this wow. is I had to I had to like dip it in water like ice water and like put loads of tiger balm and shit on it. It was really gross and. I was like, something's going on, like, and I and I got really scared. I was like, I am not going to be able to play drums for the rest of my life if I don't sort this out. So I went to a chiropractor. He told me what it was, and uh, he was like, do these exercises. But because the labrum, there's not a lot of blood flow that goes to it, so it can't repair like in two days or whatever. So he was like, this is going to be a long, long, long journey of like repairing this thing. Mm. I was like, okay. So that was another reason why I wanted to get fit and kind of, I, I started going to the gym. I started doing home workouts to begin with. There's this website called fitness blender mm-hmm. and it, and you can do, you can like basically choose the time you want to work out like half an hour or an hour, choose what you want to do, like cardio abs, upper body, whatever. And then there's a person on the TV like, okay, now you do this, do that. And I started doing that. And I was like, right, I need to up my game a bit. Is so then I joined the gym. Yeah, it's free. Oh, wow. You can just go on the website. So fitnessblender.com. You just go on that and then you can just put in. It's really cool. Like, There's so many videos on there and they're all like, it tells you like the calories you burn and stuff. So at the end you can be like, oh yeah, now I can like mm-hmm. go and have a good, like a good meal. So, um, and then I joined the gym and then I started doing weights and stuff and trying to, I, I, I feel like, I don't know if it's the same in America. When you go to the gym nowadays, especially with guys, like there's a lot of ma- massively buff guys, like massive arms, tiny legs. But they go, they go, they, yeah, I, I feel like, like I want to go up to them and be like, okay, why are you here? And most of them is like, I just want to get chicks or like I want to get laid or what. Like I feel like that is a big reason why you, you go to the gym just to look good and stuff, which obviously is part of it. But I, I just wanted to get strong being and i wanted to feel good behind the drum kit so i was like 
I just want to get to a point where I'm not in pain and I'm not like huffing and puffing on the drum set. So yeah, I've I think I've lost like I used to wait. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do this in stone now. Okay? Oh so god, I hate that. My boyfriend does that. I think I weighed about uh, 60, like 15, 16 stone, which is pretty heavy. Uh, and there, like, I weighed myself the other day, and I'm down to like 11 stone. So, oh wow. Yeah, like over the last two years you lost years, all your I'm, baby fat <laughs> i lost all my chub chub yeah um so but now touch wood my my right shoulder is have i don't feel any pain anymore and it's slowly slowly getting a lot better so that was the main reason on my fitness journey of just like i just want to get stronger yeah. and i want to feel i want to feel good i want to be able to play drums when i'm 40 yeah like, you gotta take I'm care of the machine man yeah <laughs> yeah definitely but yes but the thing is i asked you about crossfit because mm-hmm. that's the next thing that i want to try and like weave my way into because i feel like that's that's another world of like everyone over here is like oh yeah like crossfit will just kill you and i was like oh yeah but i kind of like that like i want to like well i've been doing it beaten. since august and you know i'm not gonna lie i go like twice a week i'm not like yeah. super over like i don't overdo it is that, um, and I, I pay many, attention to my body. Should you go? Well, I mean, they always say like four days on, three days off, or something like yeah, that, yeah. or five days on, two days off. But I, I just know my body and I know my interest levels on things. And if I overdo Definitely. something, I'll get sick of it real quick. So like, I keep it to my standards. I go twice a week. Sometimes I go three times a week. And if I do a workout and I'm hurting, I won't go. Like for the rest of the week you know what i mean so it's kind of cool because nobody there is you know buff or whatever some people are and it's all really based about what you can handle it's not like oh you have to do a you have to not a thousand pounds (laughs) you have to do like 200 pounds no that's not what it is you do what you can do because it's what you're trying to do for yourself so I think people get this misconception about CrossFit. Like, yeah, it'll kill you if you try to do weights you can't do. But if you yeah, do, yeah, 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 if yeah. you do what you're comfortable with, then you build up to what you want to achieve. And um, I haven't been injured since doing CrossFit since August, and I have been getting so many compliments from you know strangers, from friends that see me every day, and you know it's Amazing. it's really it's really rewarding, and I like it a lot. So. Yeah, you should try it. It's expensive. I'm not gonna lie, but like it's how how long's a class like normally? Uh, like an hour. Yeah, yeah. cool. Okay, it's just an hour, and it's you and know... you just do like circuit. You do like circuit of exercises. Yeah, different days. There's different, you know, different workouts. Um, I that's why I also like it too because I get bored doing repetitive things. So every day I'm learning something new or trying new things and pushing myself to different limits. And you don't work out the same muscle groups on a on a consistent basis yeah, so it's, yeah. you're getting a mixture of it all which is really awesome maybe that'll be your next, <laughs> your next go around <laughs> next venture I'll, i think there's a couple of places near me so i might go and and i'll come back with like a broken back yeah right like, oh, <laughs> to do a thousand push-ups because that's the horror stories i've heard like people, oh you go crossfit and the, the trainers there are just like i want to see you do 20 fucking pull-ups in a row and you're just like yeah i mean well you can't do a pull i can't do a pull-up so you have modified exercises every workout has a modification so you might do ring-ups or it just depends and you know i mean like yeah if you go in there and try to deadlift a weight you can't do yeah you're gonna hurt your back 
but mm. you should do what you feel comfortable doing so you don't do that. It's all about your own, like, the coach isn't going to know your comfort level you are. And you no, seem like cool. that you're, you're, you know, I, I mean, I haven't heard, I know, you know, I've always been athletic to some extent by doing sports, but like I, I've been doing CrossFit since August and I haven't hurt myself. So <laughs> yeah. I think that's like kind of like a good testimonial for anybody to definitely go listen to your body. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gotta try it out then. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you know. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> um, well, congrats on that. So it sounds like a lot of things are, you know, working in your favor uh this year and twenty twenty is gonna be a solid one. Rave and I, you're getting to fit and uh I'm so excited for the new music and I'm sure, you know, just seeing all the what do you guys call your fans? Ravens. Ravens. Or we have like we have like we have a couple. We have like Raven Nation, we have Ravens. Okay. Uh the flock. Okay. Well, stuff. I'm a raven. Yeah, ra I guess. Ravens, ravens, ravens. <laughs> awesome. Thank you for sticking. Thank you for sticking with us. Yeah, absolutely. You guys make great music, and I'm so excited for you guys to kick it off again. You know what I've heard so far is amazing, and I'm looking forward to the rest of it. So, um, big ups to that. <laughs> Hell's yeah! It's gonna kick off. Trust um, me. what are you? If you don't, you know, I just I'm always curious, and I love um. I think it's so important for people to share. I mean, everybody's like, oh, I'm an artist, so I don't listen to anything at the moment. But, you know, what are you currently listening to, uh, you know, you know, young bands or, you know, whatever you've dove into in a in an older sense? What are you listening to um, at the moment? I have been getting into, do you know, a band called Sepultura? I do, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, feel, I, I love... I, I find like I've been listening to when I listen when I find out like new music normally it's either from like the UK scene like so like bands like Dinosaur Pileup mm -hmm. um, Black Foxes and uh, and stuff like that or I'll find a drummer that I'm like holy shit who's that who does he play for or she play for and then I'll listen to their band so there's this guy called Eli Eloy Casagrande if that's pronounced properly he plays he plays drums for Sepultura and like I've just been getting into that heavy shit and death. I've been listening to a lot of death tones as well. Um, oh yes. But if, if any of your listeners want to check out some new music, some decent new music, um, Raven eyes on them. No, uh, uh, there's a band. <laughs> I do you guys horn enough. I'm sure everybody's <laughs> sick of hearing about it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah. Right. There, there, there is a band called, like I just said, dinosaur pile up. They've released their debut, not debut. It's a, I think it's like their fifth album. Like maybe they've toured. They've toured the states quite a lot. Uh huh. Yeah. They They're really cool. Um, there's a band called. I played on a couple of tracks. They're called Wargasm. They're like a UK band. What a great as name! Well. <laughs> I know, right? It's like a lot of people are like, "What? Why are they called Wargasm?" It's like just listen, just listen to it. Uh -huh, you yeah. understand cool. exactly why. Um, and I'm in a new a new project at the moment that I'm. I work like my main kind of income at the moment is working i have a degree in audio production and all that stuff so i work at a studio down near me uh locally and awesome. the guy what's the name of the studio the guy, it's called sunny hill studio cool uh so if you want to go anyone who's listening go check it out but it's owned by um the guitarist ben from the band lower than atlantis uh, and they are a UK band. Uh, they've unfortunately split up now. But anyway, so mm -hmm. I've been working on a project with him, and it's called Paper Mill, and it's like his new project, and I've played drums on that, and they're releasing their new music, 
on the 28th of February. It's been in like Kerrang and Roxanne and stuff. So yeah, and obviously like the the struts and there's a lot of new music. Are people like rock and rock and roll isn't on the radio anymore? And like you can't if you fucking it's like anything. If you go deep enough, it's there. You will find you will find fucking good music. Like it's yeah. That's the, the yeah. I mean like you know streaming is so important nowadays. But you know it, it's the gatekeepers, man. Like gatekeepers aren't really exposing you know no. the, the young rock. So. You just got to really search for it, man. And being, you know, we just need people like you, you know, being in rock bands and preaching it. That's so important. Yeah, the, the, the day's, the day's going to come when those download headliners like Iron Maiden, even Kiss to a point, they're going to need someone to take up the fucking mantle. So, <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's up to, it's up to us. Well, thank it's you for your the... service. <laughs> Us rockheads yeah. are, uh, are are grateful for it because, you know, it's it's really refreshing to, as a, as a rock fan for my whole life, have new rock bands that really fuel that fire. And Raven Eye is one of them. And um, so thank Appreciate you for that. Yeah. Uh, awesome. It's definitely, I, I get excited when I hear about new bands because it's, and, and they start like, you'll start, start playing, especially in the UK, you start playing like little circuits with them, which is like do all the pubs and stuff. And then they'll get picked up by like a label or an agent and then they'll just like get bigger and bigger and you, you get so like, oh, I'm so fucking happy for those guys because it's exciting seeing bands sleeping on your floor or whatever, sleeping on people's floors and then just growing. It's yeah. the best thing. Aww. Even the strut, like even the struts, like I know for a fact, like they've been at, they've been doing this for like, 12 15 years just mm-hmm. like slogging slogging it for however many years and then now they've got their break and a lot of people see those bands and go oh well they just came out of nowhere and like they just got a lucky break and yeah they did get a lucky break but they also have been working fucking hard for it yeah the past unfortunately five, we're in a culture years. where everybody thinks everything's instantaneous and it's like no you yeah. have to put in you have to put in the work man like you don't yeah. become famous overnight, and if you do, like, wow, like you were on TikTok and it blew up, right? But like, how? What's the longevity the of that, that? You know? Yeah, it's... yeah, exactly. The bands that last, like the Rolling Stones and all those guys, it's grafting, and it's it's like if I if I didn't play as cliche as it sounds, if I didn't play music, I didn't know I don't know what I would do. That's those are the sorts of bands that last, yeah, and absolutely. really go the distance. So. Yeah, man. Yeah, long live rock, baby. <laughs> long live rock and roll. Well, thank you very much for having me. Yes, thank this you. Is, uh, Do you want to plug yourself been... a little bit? Do you want to talk about where people can find you on the internets and all that jazz? Yeah. So you can find Raven Eye. Or it's, it's Raven Eye, one word, on everything, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And then my personal shit is a drummer breeze, one word, B-R-E-E-Z-E, like the wind, uh, on instagram facebook twitter as well so yeah i i i have i'm currently in my little shed that i have at the top of my garden and i've like rigged it out to be a little drum studio so i post videos pretty much every day when i'm not um on tour playing live shows so yeah check them out everybody follow (laughs) you might you might see me doing some crossfit (laughs) push-ups in the next Who we? Help! Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on Brandy is Going to Hell, Adam. (laughs) Thank you, Brandy, for having me. It's been wicked to. This has been a catch up, really, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it has. (laughs) It has. Cool. Thank you very much for having me.
Thank you so much for tuning in to Brandy is Going to Hell and listening to my interview with Adam Breeze of Raven Eye. I'm so excited for all the music in store from that band. You can follow me everywhere online at Brandy Lucas. That's Brandy with an I, Lucas with a K, except TikTok. That's at Brandy is going to hell. Until next time, be nice to animals, be nice to people, call your grandma, and rock the fuck out.